You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Swung a bosh to left field deep. Van going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is 5-4. to four. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back, along with Vince and Ray and Saudi. I'm Ken Korak. We're broadcasting from the Coliseum tonight. And over in the Valley of the Sun, the A's uh, again broke out offensively because the A's, of course, their offense had been in a pretty deep slumber until Saturday's game against the uh, Astros in Houston. Well, the A's put seven runs on the board on 11 hits in that game and nine runs on 12 hits tonight. And Chris Bassett, although he was wobbly and it started early with a base hit and a walk of the first two batters he faced, he walked five batters in five innings, but he got the win. His first win of the year, he allowed just two hits in the five innings with two runs, five walks, and four strikeouts. As the A's have a little bit of a run going now after the terribly rough start, now they've won three straight and four of their last five. And kind of they can see the 500 mark off on the horizon there as the A's improve their record to 4-7 and seven on the season. Meanwhile, for Madison Bumgarner, who entered the game with an ERA of 11, he goes 4-2 and two thirds, and he allowed uh, six runs on seven hits this evening. So for the A's, nine runs on 12 hits and error and seven left, and the Diamondbacks, five runs on seven hits, two errors, and seven left. Time of the game was three hours and 30 minutes. The attendance, 8,700. 68. So the A's are four and seven. The Diamondbacks are four and seven. And the brief series continues tomorrow or concludes tomorrow with the 1240 game. Stay tuned. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. The A's Clubhouse Show continues right after this. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university. We are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Your nose is the body's air filter, the first line of defense against airborne allergens, bacteria, and viruses. You wash your hands to protect your health. Now you can clean your nose with Navage. Online at Navage.com. Navage. Clean nose. Healthy life. Become an A's insider today. Visit athletics.com slash newsletter and sign up to receive the latest team highlights, up-to-date news, features, and more. All delivered free to your inbox. That's athletics.com slash newsletter. This is A's Clubhouse. And another win for your Oakland Athletics. And uh, get on the Clubhouse show. You call 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Remember, if you're listening out there on the radio, you can get on A's Cast. That's athletics.com slash A's Cast. Ken Korak back at the ballpark. And I got to tell you, um, interesting game today. But in the end, we're starting to see the A's look more and more like themselves. Yeah, and it started with the top three guys in the lineup, Chris. And I went through the numbers. If you look at what Canna and Laureano and Lowry have been doing, 
All three of those guys with on-base percentages of around 400, so they're setting the table. And now tonight they got a little something from the rest of the lineup. Matt Chapman had a big game with three hits, including a home run. And Murphy had two doubles, an RBI in his last at-bat. Elvis Andrus had a big base hit to drive in a run. Uh, Piscotti had a big double in the eighth inning. So you're starting to see the, the offense come alive, and that can become contagious. And, Chris, you know, I think people might have thought we were sugarcoating things three or four days ago or three or four games ago when the ASL were in that kind of dormant period offensively. But you could kind of see this coming because they were making loud outs. They were making good contact, hitting into some bad luck, and you just kind of have to hold on to that thought if you're a hitter that you're doing the right things. It just hasn't manifested yet. Well, it certainly has now in the last two games. Well, don't you worry. I was panicking for all of us. Well, that's your job. <laughs> I mean, that's the job description of a guy doing the post-game call-in <laughs> show, man. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's just you look at the wins against the Astros, you look at the win against the Dodgers, and you look, you look at the win tonight, basically everybody is doing something. You know, other than the nine slot, Everybody got on base at some point. A lot of guys scored runs. You know, it's just mm-hmm. not two guys hitting home runs and carrying you. It's like the last, and, and basically their wins, the entire, you, you know, they talk about in basketball, Ken, where they, you know, everybody filled up the stat sheet. That's what's been yeah. going on with this team. Yeah, the one thing you hope it's not one of those old Pyrrhic victories from the standpoint that Olsen had to leave the game after Ugh. he was hit by a pitch in the seventh inning. That's just what they need. You know, they've had. You know, they've been bitten by the injury bug so much already this year, so we'll see how that goes. And um, Vince is giving me some hand signals. Left thumb contusion is the word, the early word from the clubhouse. Thank you, Vin. Left thumb contusion, okay. Thank you, Vince Catronio. So that's the word on Matt, and we'll just see how, how that goes. I would assume that at, the, at this point they would say he's day-to-day, but we have not gotten that word from the clubhouse yet as far as his uh, as, as far as the prognosis is concerned, Chris. Yeah. All right, let's get to some of the highlights. I've got an early candidate for comeback player of the year. Jed Lowry would ground out in the first and get an RBI. Then his second A.B., he'd do this. Bumgarner's pitch. Swung on, pulled to third. A fair ball by Escobar down the line. Here comes Canna around third. He will score. Laureano racing to third base. And he's coming around home. The throw of the plate, not nearly in time. He scores standing up. The ball gets away from Stephen Vogt. Lowry gets all the way to third base, and he'll stand in there. It is 3-0 Oakland. The Boo Birds rising up on a couple of plays at Escobar that he could not handle at third base. Lowry drives in two, and it's 3-0. We keep talking about it because he keeps swinging. And, Ken, you're just not supposed to play like this when you haven't played in two years yeah you're right but it's interesting how much confidence the A's had in what he could do going back to the early days of spring training I remember talking to David Forrest and this is before a lot of people even were writing about the possibility that Jed might eat might make the club let alone be the starting second baseman once the A's saw that he was healthy Chris and this goes back to February I tell you they were thinking he's going to be their starting second baseman I love it. He's one of my favorite A's of all time that I've covered. I, I, I've always really appreciated my conversations with him. He's, he's good people, and I'm so happy for him. I'm also happy for Matt Chapman leaving the yard in the fifth. 
And here is Chapman with nobody on, hitting a deep drive to left field. Way back. Peralta will turn and watch it fly. And the Athletics have taken a 6-2 lead. Chapman jumps on the first pitch from Bumgarner. It's a three-run fifth inning for the A's on Chapman's second long ball this year. And it's 6-2 A's in the fifth. Now, the thing that I love tonight about Chapman, a home run was great, but I want to talk about his two other at-bats, especially the one in the ninth inning. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and that's swung on by Chapman. A five-ball right field angle toward the line. A long run. It's going to drop in front of Calhoun for a hit. And here's Lowry around third to score easily. The throw comes into second, and the A's get a cushion as Matt Chapman drops a base hit down the right field line in front of Calhoun, and the A's take an 8-5 lead. So the first at-bat, he rips a line drive into right field. That means he's seeing it, letting it get deep. Hits a hanger out of the ballpark in the fifth and then dumps that one into right field. So you start using foul pole to foul pole, line to line, and you start going the other way. That is a good sign for Matt Chapman, Ken. And he's unwinding some of those bad habits that he fell into last year because he was compensating for the injury. And as we've said, and he was very, he was frank about this the other day on the Zoom call. Chris, it, he tried to compensate for the fact that his hip was hurting and he was in a lot of pain, and he, he didn't use his legs. And when that happens, then you fall into the, the habit of trying to use your upper body exclusively. And he said, when I go the other way, it means that I'm using my lower half. And so that's a really good sign for him, Chris. You know, one thing that I'm noticing from the box score that I like, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't love how Bassett threw the ball tonight. And it was even, and I know you and Vince talked about it. It, it was even, it was even before he kind of tweaked his back or whatever he tweaked with that one swing. He's just all over the place. And after watching back-to-back games of Manaya and Montas just go after guys, and you know, walking five guys is not good. But then everybody else. There are no, you know, they basically, Deekman had a walk, Torino had one walk, but they stopped walking people, and I thought that was really good for the bullpen tonight. Especially when you have the lead, you don't want to give the, no. uh, the opposition a free base and give them the shot that they could come back. When Duncan had a tough inning, he allowed a single and a double and a single before Deekman relieved him in the seventh. I think they feel really great about late with Deekman and Trevino you kind of have to sort out the middle, and, you know, when you've got the lead, sixth inning, seventh inning, I, you know, I think they have to sort that out a little bit right now. Uh, it's not quite the same bullpen they had last year, and, you know, losing Trevor, uh, Trevor Rosenthal was big, Chris, hmm. because now you got, you know, you'd have Deekman, Trevino, and Rosenthal late for sure. So you're minus one guy there, but, you know, you've got to step up. I mean, it's the all hands on deck, right? Next guy has to step up. No, yeah, every, everybody's got to rise one level up. So whether right. you, you know, like Wendelkin's got to rise, like everybody has to. Uh, the bats, I like it, 22 runs in the last three games. Yeah, and 23 hits on 16 runs. Uh, Chris, if you look back to uh, Saturday, and so they're really doing a nice job offensively. Well, good stuff. And think about it, Ken. You get the win tomorrow. And then you have another day off to rest up, and then you got Detroit coming. Badu may be the greatest player of all time, but uh, with Miguel Cabrera out, he's a one-man show. But 
I, the Tigers aren't great. I mean, you, you, we, we could start seeing that five getting closer to 500 uh, here over the weekend. Well, that's why you panic when you do, and you get excited when you do as well. So you give us the full gamut. It's the roller coaster it. ride, buddy. You go up, it's, you go down. It's, <laughs> one, it's 162. As somebody once said, the chapters get written every day. And you it's go upside down. It, you know, you're going right. to go upside down on that roller coaster. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> All, All right, right I'll see a, you tomorrow, man. Have a, have a great drive. Be safe. Thanks, buddy. Okay. The, the voice of your Oakland Athletics, Ken Korak. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Line them up. We got a lot to talk about. But Stella has gotten her groove back. And you're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. During these difficult times, PG&E wants you to know about our CARE program, which can help customers facing economic hardship reduce energy bills. To find out about CARE and other programs to lower bills, visit pge.com care. Stay connected on the latest information around the new ballpark project. Head over to wearerooted.com to see the latest information on all we're working on. That's wearerooted.com. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Oh, what a bummer. The Astros lost at home tonight to the Tigers. The Tigers getting their first road victory of the year. Casey Mize, the hot shot kid, got the win. Grinky takes the loss, the final 6-2, and the Astros dropped to 6-4. And and a lot of there were some people that said, watch out for the Angels. Starting to look that way, but we got a long way to go, and this division is going to be a lot of fun. For you people that have been big fans of Madison Bumgarner, he's had a terrific career. What he's done in the postseason has been amazing. But he came into tonight with a 7.28 ERA since the start of 2020 when he signed that five-year, $85 million contract. That, that was tied with Tanner Roark for the worst ERA in the majors since 2020. And he goes out tonight. And that ERA explodes 
four and two thirds, six earned. He's now 0 and two with an 11.20 ERA. This guy is a shell of himself, and he's making $23 million. This is why you have to be so, you have to be so right when you make these deals, especially when you're someone like the D-backs or you're someone like the A's. Or you, I, mean, I mean, at what point are you like, this guy is not helping us? Tom Candiotti, the knuckleballer from the Bay Area who does D-back games, he said to me on A's Cast Live before the start of the season, Madison Bumgarner's like your fourth or fifth in the rotation, and you're paying him $23 million? The Diamondbacks have lost nine of Bumgarner's 12 starts since signing him. Nine of 12. Man, at some point, they just have to I mean, eat the contract? I mean, what are you going to do? He's just not getting people out. Let's go to Todd, who's actually in Arizona. We head to the Valley of the Sun. Todd, lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, you know, I'm going to lead us off like Mark Canna did. Aggressive base running. That steal really set the tone for the game. You know, love love Mark in the leadoff spot. Uh, just loved us on the base pass tonight, you know. Uh, Ramon with two big steals. Cannon with the big steal, getting us up early. I mean, just out the gate, this team just looks way different, you know, um, when we get on base and we're able to steal bases, you know, get guys in scoring position, make life easier for the guys at bat, you know. Um, Bassett, I'll give him credit. He, he, he looked a little rough tonight, but I was very pleased with how he got through the rest of the game um, after, you know, tweaking what he did. Um, you know, a lot of guys would have come out after that, but, you know, he, he sent us, you know, and, and was able to get us through some innings and got us to the bullpen. But uh, County, tomorrow I'm making the drive up 120 miles to go see the A's. Very excited. Um, right. Hopefully we can uh, get this uh, small series sweep and uh, take it into Detroit, uh, against Detroit and see what we can do. You know what? You're going to have a great time tomorrow because Gallon's going to pitch for the first time. He's their hot shot guy up against Jesus Lazardo, And after what Lazardo did in his last outing, building off that. And I would like to see Jesus kind of do a little Sean Mania, Frankie Montas. Get out there and establish a quality fastball. And then after you get through the lineup the first time, then start showing everything else you got. But establish that fastball right away. I thought those last two outings by Manaya and Montas were huge in Houston. Hey, County, real quick. Diamondbacks owe Bumgarner $79 million between this season and 2024. Yeah, that's not, uh, that's not looking so hot. I mean, he's just not the same guy. You know, he's lost so much velocity. I'm sure if you start checking his spin rates, they, they got to be way down. And he is just so hittable. He's not that. I mean, he used to have that 
that that breaking ball to right-handers that just snapped right to their their right back foot. It was so hard to hit. And the way that he kind of comes from the side, he was tough to pick up. And then times he, had, he, he developed like that big curve ball. I mean, there's nothing special about his pitches right now. And if you're a Diamondback fan, you got to be like, really? We're paying this guy how much and what are we getting out of him? Man, it's not looking like a good signing whatsoever. And that's where, you know, you hear people with that horrible cliche, hey, uh, check the back of the baseball card. Well, the back of the base, he's not that guy from 2012, 13, 14. It's not that guy anymore. Just not. At least he has his horses. <laughs> At least he can get into rodeo competition. Uh, I had that today on A's Cast Live. He's made like $27,000 uh, doing the roping competition. So maybe if, if we're seeing close to the end of the line for Madison Bumgarner, he can have a second career. Hey, why not? He's made his money, and he's going to continue to. So good for him. Yeah, appreciate County, take the, care of. Yeah, enjoy the game tomorrow. Have fun there at Chase Field. Will do. Thank you, sir. Take care. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Yeah, he mentions Canna. And Canna just looks so comfortable doing what he's doing. Now, we know Coach Cunningham at Bellarmine Prep, a great San Jose State Spartan, and in the San Jose State Spartan Baseball Hall of Fame, Coach Cunningham. It's, he, he, he used Mark at one point as a leadoff guy. But you would have never thought, right? Mark can't a leadoff. But he just seems comfortable. Leads off the game with a double, steals third, scores on uh, Jed Lowry, bringing him in. And your first three guys in the order right now are just moving the line. They are just, they're getting hits. They're getting on base. They're scoring runs. It's setting the tone. How about Murphy tonight? How nice was it to see Murph? He started to get going after he got hit in the wrist. He had a double, hit batter, another double and an RBI. It's crazy in the game of baseball how hitting and the lineup is so contagious. And by the way, it looks like Vince is going to get Jed Lowry coming up here a little bit on a Zoom call. But hitting is contagious. And not always good. That's the thing. Your whole lineup can go cold, and that's misery. That's when you're not putting up any run, like what you saw earlier at the start of the year. And then all of a sudden, you guys can all snap out of it, and guys are just, they're vibing off each other, and now you start putting up big numbers. I mean, if you look at this game tonight, it's all just not one super big inning. It's one in the first, two in the third, three in the fifth, one in the eighth, more insurance in the ninth with two. It means they're starting to hit with runners in scoring position. They're more comfortable with it. And everybody's getting into the act. Let's go to Taco from Walnut Creek. Taco, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony. Good to hear from you. Um, actually, you kind of took the words out of my mouth a little bit. Um, I was calling to say that this win felt different. I don't know if it felt different to you, but 
um, we weren't necessarily sharp. Our, our big guys weren't sharp, and we threw the ball around a little bit, made some errors. Obviously, uh, Chris was hurting right out of the gate, so it was going to be a, a long, drawn-out fight. So the fact that we could, like you said, have everybody in the lineup doing their part and basically gel together, it felt like a dominant win. And I don't know that, you know, we didn't just win by the long ball or, you know, squeak out a victory. I mean, we kind of beat them, beat them to death the whole game. So that's really encouraging. And the second point I wanted to make was, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead of, ahead of us in the season here, but if, if we do turn the season around a little bit, the fact that we did it in Minute Maid Park, I think it says something different than us just going on the road and kind of building back up on the road. And then the Astros are looking back at us saying, yeah, but what, what about us? And we actually started to build our momentum on them, on their turf. So that's all I really wanted to say. It felt really good tonight. It felt like a different type of win. No, I like it. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, no doubt. Those two days in Houston were very pivotal because they had knocked you around. You know, if it's a, you know, the old school heavyweight 15 round fight, they, they, they won the first five rounds and they knocked you down quite a bit and you're bloodied. But all of a sudden, now the fight starts to change a little bit. You show you got a chin, you're not going down again, and now you knock them down. I mean, you're, you're, you're watching balls fly into the second deck. Oh, yeah, that's right. This A's team is pretty good. Like, they may have had their swagger early, sweeping the four, taking game one, so they've now beat you five straight, and then our A's flipped the switch. They started fighting back. And all of a sudden, as Mike Tyson says, everybody's got a game plan until they get hit in the mouth. All of a sudden, the Astros got hit in the mouth. They got hit hard. And look, they lost at home tonight to Detroit. So they had all their swagger. I love these teams with their swagger. They got chains. Their jerseys are unbuttoned. They're strutting around the bases. And all of a sudden, whack, whack, you get nailed. Wait, what? They're now just six and four. The A's are only three and a half games back. Angels won tonight. Angels beat up the Royals. Where's this three and a half back? After that start to only be three and a half back? Come on. What are we talking about? I'm just happy Bassett ended up getting the win because I did not want to talk about him being the first guy in baseball to be 0-3. It hasn't been a great start for Chris. He's given up a lot of hard hit balls. And tonight he was he was all over the joint from the very beginning. I mean, you start the game, infield hit, walk, ugh, but they got out of it. Then one, two, three in the second. But here we go again in the third. Back-to-back walks. What happens? Well, good on you, Cole Calhoun. He beat the shift. He beat the shift. He had a ground ball to short. No one's there. I mean, I mean it's that simple. They beat the shift a couple. Calhoun beat the shift twice tonight. He had a ground ball to short, and then in his seven in the seventh inning, he hit a routine grounder to second, but he hit it hard enough 
He hit it between Jed and Elvis. If they were playing it straight up, I would really love to see, and we'll ask Bob this week on AceCast Live, and we'll the Bob Melvin show, and I'm going to ask David Force on the David Force show, why is there such the increase, dramatic increase, in shifting for the A's? Because now we've seen a couple times this season, and Lou Trevino told us today on A's Cast Live that when a team beats the shift, it just magnifies it. It doesn't look good. Like if you would have played straight up, you get that out. So do they have all of this proof? Because the Saturday broadcast of the week, because I know right now, where were we? Cody has me on one, one website, says we're like 67 or 68% shifting right now. But as of Saturday, when FS1 put it up, it's crazy. I don't remember what any. I took a picture of it off the, off the screen. But in 2018, the A shifted 17% of the time. 2019, it was 19%. 2020 was 30. As of Saturday, which it probably would have been pretty early in the game, like the third or fourth inning, it was 71%. You went from 30 to 71. And right now, it's dropped a little bit to like 68 or 67. But that that's well over 30%. What data is telling you to more than double the amount of shifts? And what it is now is you're shifting against everybody. So if you're going to shift this much, there's going to be times where you lose. And that article about, I I can't, it was a Fangraphs guy who's now gone to work for the Mets, but he did this article that said the problem was shifting a ton is that pitchers are not comfortable with it. And they walk more batters when you shift. Well, when you walk more batters, you give up more runs. So this article basically says it evens itself out in 162 games. Because you're going to win a lot getting outs, but then if you're walking people, you're going to give up more runs. So how much does it really help? I'm interested in to know what the date is because there's a reason why the A's are more than doubling their shifts from last year. Something's got to be telling them, keep doing it, keep doing it. I don't care if Cole Calhoun uh, beats it twice and a couple times it happened in Houston. But what is the data that tells you you need to do it more than double. I don't know. We'll find out this week on A's Cast Live. All right, we are leaving terrestrial radio. So if you're listening to the radio and you want to hear Vince with Jed Lowry, it's just come in, and we'll get Bob and we'll get players. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast. That's athletics.com slash A's Cast. On your phone, tablet, computer, that's how you can get it. And we're going to have a lot more right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. A's with the victory 9-5. to They've won 4-5, and they're starting to look like themselves again. We'll see you all on A's Cast next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. This is Renee. Happy to be here. She's not some influencer. She's more of a groundbreaker, turning her four-acre lot into a little slice of heaven behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor. Renee runs with us because the most important job is the next one. That's all I got. Nothing runs like a deer. Get a 1 Series tractor for just $99 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315. Designer face masks, DIY haircuts, in a world full of things you never thought possible, here's one more. Now you can get the same high-quality insurance from Allstate, but at a new low rate. Drivers who switched and saved average $718. With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Reported average annual savings from switching auto by new customers surveyed who saved with Allstate in 2019. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Not available in every state. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. Swings and drives one. Dead center. Back is Kane to the track. At the wall. Jumps. It is gone. Matt Olson turns around Josh Hader and walks off the Brewers in game one of a three-game series. You're listening to A's Cast. And now the 0-1 pitch on the way. is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Yastrzemski will turn and watch, and the A's have tied it up on a ninth-inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotti. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. And the 1-2 delivery to Lowry. Swung on a ground ball to the right side. That'll score the run. Taking it second. Van Meter throws to first for the out. Good job by Lowry as the A's take a 1-0 lead. You know, all my time around this ball club, Jed has really become one of my favorites. I have so much respect for him. What he's done in an A's uniform. There's not many second basemen who hit third and drive in runs and are extra base hit machines. Just not. Especially after missing two years. Two years. Seven at-bats, I think. Six, seven at-bats, whatever it is, in two years. I made the joke over the weekend. My buddy Rob, who lives in New York and he's a big Mets fan, is like, are you kidding me? We got nothing out of that guy for $20 million, and already he's done way more in this little time with the A's.
I mean, seriously, at his age to do that, it's kind of unheard of. By the way, he's going to be 37 coming. I just want to check it. He's going to be 37. It's not like he missed two years and he was 25, 26. It's going to be 37. Hey, we're going to sign him to a minor league deal. Let's just see. I mean, you know, it doesn't hurt. Maybe you find lightning in a bottle. Lightning in a bottle? Are you kidding me? He started playing way more than they thought in spring training. And this is back. This is like deja vu. This is like 2017, 2018 all over again. I mean, Bob Melvin, who for years has always switched up his lineup. When Jed was when Jed was rolling, Jed hit third every day. And right now, he's found the Canna, Loriano, Lowry. That's my three. One, two, three, that's how I'm leading off the game. And unless he's going to sit somebody to give him a day off, that's what that's that's your leadoff, two hole, your three hole. That's what it is right now. Consistency plays. And to think about Jed Lowry, once again, Bob Melvin every day can say he's hitting third. That's amazing. Here he is with Vince Catronio after the game. Off the off day and uh, back into the window column, the A's 9-5 over Arizona. Jed Lowry with three RBIs in the victory. And Jed, I mean, great feeling going into the off day, taking the two in a row against Houston. You come right back out and get going in the first inning and score to multiple innings. Uh, watching that come together tonight, adding on constantly, it just seemed like a lot of guys were ready to, ready to keep this thing going. And it, it was sure was fun to watch. What was it like? Yeah, no, I think that's what's going to make this lineup good throughout the course of the year. You know, it's it's relentless. And, um, you know, we, we've got quality of bats up and down the lineup. And, um, you know, even even if, the um, you know, some of the numbers don't reflect it, I, I like everybody we send up there. You're used to Marcus Simeon in the leadoff spot when you were in A before, but Mark Cannon now leads the majors and runs scored. What's it been like watching him give opportunities to guys behind him? Mark has, uh, you know, a really good ability to, to hit. I mean, he sees pitches, um, he's grinding at bats, he's got power. Um, you know, he's, uh, I wouldn't say a, a prototypical leadoff hitter, um, but he's a guy that you want to get the most at bats in the game because he's going to see, like I said, he's going to just wear these guys down and he's a threat to go deep or to drive the ball. And um, like I said, he's the guy that you want to have, to have the most at bats be on top. We're trying not to marvel at what you've been accomplishing so far, you know, missing the time coming to spring training, confident that, that you could do this front office felt the same way. We've seen it. We've talked about, you look like you'd never left and you've got eight RBIs to start trying to keep the game at a, at a speed that you're comfortable with. Is easier said than done. What's been the most important thing you've been able to do to allow you to do those kind of things? Slow the game down and uh, do the damage you've done early. Yeah, well, I mean, I think just in the last couple of years, the the intensity of the game, that the stuff has has increased. I mean, average fastball continues to go higher. 
Um, so, you know, I, I have a, a really good idea of what it takes uh, for me to prepare for games. And, um, you know, I, I think I, I'm at a, in a good place, you know, physically that, um, you know, I'm able to, I'm able to catch up with, uh, you know, with a lot of the stuff that's being thrown out there. And, um, yeah, I, like I said, I just, uh, just continue to work hard to, to give myself the opportunity to be available for Bob every day. I know that over the course of the season, things will have its ebbs and flows, but tonight you were aggressive in your second at bat and you went after an early pitch. Next time up, you're down on the count, no pressure, you know, and you're able to drive in runs there. Having all these situations present themselves to you and yet you've been able to deliver in those spots. Getting the start that you've had, what does that mean for you that the foundation is what I want and I know that it's going to send me down the right path. Yeah, no, I, I, I have a high level of confidence in my, um, in my skill set, And um, like I said, I've, uh, over, the, over the course of my career, I've been able to you know, hone a routine that prepares me uh, on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, I, at, at this point, um, I am, you know, I'm just looking to, uh, like I said, spend as much time as I can to, um, prepare my body and to give myself an opportunity to be out there every day. And to that point, finally, tomorrow's a day game. What's your thoughts about how this potentially comes together an off day after that and knowing moving forward, the communication you're having with Bob Melvin on the times to get out there and continue to play and the time that you need to maybe take a step back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's, uh, that's something that Bob and I have always, uh, always done well. We've had an open line of, of communication about that. And, um, you know, we've been able to be honest with, with each other. And um, I, I think uh, the, the most important thing I, I told him is I want to, I want to be able to continue to give you the quality of bats that I'm capable of. And, um, you know, this is as much as I, as much as I want to, you know, sprint every single day and, and go out there, we, you know, we're playing 162 this year and, uh, you know, we have to keep that in mind. In the, win- in the middle of winning four out of five. Jed, thank you for the visit. I appreciate it. Thank you, Vince. Jed Lowry joining us. County, now back to you. Last four games. I just did the calculations. Last four games, he's now hitting 467. Is that any good? With seven RBI. The fountain of youth. We need you out there, Jed. <laughs> you got to be. I mean, off day is a DH day. I mean, I, I, it's 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 incredible. He came into today, last three games, hitting 455. You had the two for four today. He's hitting 467 the last four games. It's it's fun to watch. What did Bob say to me? I think it was two Bob Melvin shows ago, like they say in golf, horses for there's certain horses for courses. Man, this is this. There's something about him, and I I don't know if he loved his first go around in Oakland, but I think he knows this is this is the best place for him in his career. I mean, he's he spent a good amount of his life in the Bay Area, going to Stanford three different times with the A's. And he absolutely excels. I don't. 
I don't know how you put your finger on it. I can't tell you how a guy stays healthy in one location and does not stay healthy when he goes everywhere else. I mean, you can just go to his baseball reference page. The only time he has ever played full seasons in his career, it's with the A's. Like, check it out. 81 games. So he comes up Boston, 81 games, 32 games, 55 games, 88 games. Then he goes to Houston, 97. By the time Jed Lowry is 29 years old, he's never played in more than 100 games. This is how crazy this thing is playing out. First year with Oakland, he's never played 100 games before. He plays in 154. How is that possible? Then the next year, he's now 30, plays in 136. Goes back to Houston at 31. He plays in 69. Comes back to Oakland at 32, plays in 87. But then 2017 and 18, he plays in 153 and 157. The only time Jed Lowry in his career It's happened four times, played more than 100 games. It's in Oakland. He leaves, signs with the Mets, 2019, nine games, seven at-bats, that's it. Doesn't even record a hit. Think about that. He leaves Oakland, goes plays for the Mets, nine games, eight plate appearances, seven at-bats, goose egg, no hits. 2020, doesn't even play. And now comes back to the A's and he's killing it again. I don't even know how I don't know how you explain that. Like, how's it like not one of the years in Boston or in Houston or wherever you 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 played a hundred games or more? Not one? The only time he's played over 100 games, he's been in Oakland A. I I don't know how you explain that. I don't play a doctor on the A's clubhouse show, but that's pretty remarkable. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We'll take your phone calls, and you're going to hear from Bob Melvin and Chris Bassett next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. 
If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Syntec is back and better than ever at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is a premium full synthetic motor oil option at an affordable price. Right now, get five quarts of Syntec full synthetic and a Wix filter for just $29.99. Syntec is formulated for today's engines to minimize friction, heat, and wear. Try Syntec today exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. We could all use a little extra hope. CalHOPE offers free tips and tools to help manage COVID-19 stress and anxiety. Call our warm line at 1-833-317-4673 to talk with someone who can help. Hope lives in California, in our businesses, schools, and homes, in our people, and in our shared hope for the future, one where we can all safely come together again. Visit calhope.org or call 1-833-317-4673. Hope lives here. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Drivers, start your engines. The Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 0% APR on the 2021 Honda Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. See dealer for financing details. This is Renee. Happy to be here. She's not some influencer. She's more of a groundbreaker, turning her four-acre lot into a little slice of heaven behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor. Renee runs with us because the most important job is the next one. That's all I got. Nothing runs like a deer. Get a 1 Series tractor for just $99 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315. Life hacks. What would life be without them? Like using candle wax to loosen a stuck zipper. Here's another life hack. Now you can get the same high-quality insurance from Allstate, but at a new low rate. With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Not available in every state. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Come celebrate Lowe's first annual Spring Fest with a Charbroil Performance 5-Burner Grill was $249, now $199. And Style Selection 7-Piece Pelham Bay Dining Set was $219, now $199. Create a new dining experience this Spring Fest, a festival of fun and savings for your garden and total home, in-store or online. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. Dining set offer valid through 5-5, grill offer valid to 421 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. Patio accessories sold separately, U.S. only. 
Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. This is A's Clubhouse. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse show after the A's take game one of this quick two-game set against the Snakes down in the Valley of the Sun, 9-5. The number 833-625-2278. Let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, you're on after a victory. Tony, what's cracking, brother? Four out of five. Yeah, I like winning. Isn't winning a little better? Feels a lot better calling you when we're winning. No doubt about it, brother. Yeah, and the way they're winning. It's like a total team effort. Like, everybody is doing something. You know, I was laughing to myself when Bumgarner threw that ball away and kind of remember what Max Muncy told Bumgarner, go get the ball of the ocean. I was hoping someone on the A's would tell Bumgarner, go get the ball of the left field corner. <laughs> I can't stand that guy. I love beating Bumgarner, man. I love it. Yeah, and he had had the A's number. Uh, Bumgarner in his last six starts against the A's was 4-0 with a 3.06 ERA. So he had had his way with this lineup, but uh, he's just not the same guy. I mean, he – and I – and I, and, and – He's had a terrific career, and I know people go, well, he's never won a sigh, and he hasn't been the greatest regular season. He's been really good in the regular season. No, he hasn't been Clayton Kershaw during the regular season, but he's been one of the great postseason uh, post pitchers. I have a lot of respect for him, but the guy's stuff is not even close to what it used to be. Now, he's on his last leg, and I agree with you. As much as I don't like him, I think he's, you know, his attitude kind of bugs me. I agree with you, man. The postseason run he had, you know, during the little, uh, you know, the Giants run, you know, it, it was pretty awesome, you know, coming in to relieve those games. And, you know, his postseason record kind of speaks for itself. So um, a couple of things I want to touch on, Tony, that, that excite me. You know, Ramon Laureano, seven stolen bases this year. I'm really glad that, that we're a little more aggressive on the base pass. Um, you know, we probably got a little more speed than we've had in the past. And, and you know, we need to generate runs and, and get guys in scoring position. And I, I like that Laureano's, you know, kind of taking the bull by the horns and is, you know, is, is, is taking bases and, you know, seven stolen bases this early on, you know, that, that that's pretty, that's a pretty impressive stat. Ramon, you know, Ramon can help this team out so much, whether it be defensively stealing bases. Um, yeah. I think when he's going well, he's a tough out. He's going to work the count. He's going to get his walks. So, you know, I, I, like, I like to see that Laureano's, you know, taking that extra base and, and is out there running. That's a, that's a good sign for the A's. And, and like I said, we need to generate runs. So that's, a, that's an encouraging, exciting thing to see. You, you know what it's called? It's called playing baseball. That's what baseball yeah. is. It's taking 90 feet. It's how you defend 90 feet, and it's how you take 90 feet. Because every single time you take 90 feet, you're that much closer to scoring a run. And last time I checked, there's only one there's only one equation, one analytic, whatever the hell you want to call it, that matters. You've got to score more runs than the other team to win. And the more times you steal 90 feet or you take 90 feet, the better chance you have to score runs and win. 
We got all these crazy-ass analytics that everybody, hey, man, show me a baseball player who takes advantage of the other team. And Ramon Laureano with two stolen bases tonight and Mark Canna with two stolen bases tonight. By the way, on the stolen base for Canna, he scores. And one of the stolen bases for Laureano, he scores. It's about scoring runs, taking 90 feet, taking advantage of the defense. That's playing baseball. Yeah, and I agree. The A's got to do stuff like that because, you know, let's face it, we're not going to have a bunch of, you know, 290, 300 hitters on this club. It's just they are, the A's are who we thought they were. They're, they're not a great hitting team average-wise. You know, we, we're going to rely on the home runs, but we got to generate runs, man, stealing bases. I, I love seeing that kind of baseball. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, a little worried about Ole. I don't know if you've heard anything about the hand. That's a dangerous, scary thing to see. Um, any word on Mitch Moreland? I know he's missed, what, three games in a row now. I really think he's got to be in the lineup. Um, what, what, what's your take on that, Tony? What have you heard? Thumb contusion for uh, Matt Olson. Eh, I don't like that. Yeah, but don't worry about it. I mean, until we get – if there's worse news. But, you know, probably won't play – I don't know, maybe he is in the lamp tomorrow, but maybe he doesn't play tomorrow. Then you got the off day. That's a good thing about what's going to happen after this. Going to have another off day, and then hopefully hopefully plays tomorrow. If not, we'll see him against Detroit. Yeah, tomorrow's a day game. I, I'd expect for him, you know, Seth Brown will probably get the start. But what's the word on Moreland? Is it a strained hammy? Is that what he's got going on? It, it, anytime you have an injury like that, it's rest. You need rest. I mean, that's just the bottom right. line. Well, let's hope we get him back sooner rather than later. I, I, I guess I, I'm a big fan of Moreland. I love his approach. He's going to work the count. He's going to foul off pitches. He's going to get his walks, and he's he's a professional hitter. He hit 300 last year, and the A's don't have a lot of that. So um, let's keep it going tomorrow, Townie. Let, let, let's get a good start tomorrow. Um, any word on is Cole Urban going to start, um, or is he you know is he going to go go on the shelf? What, what, what's the word on that third spot in the rotation? Uh, as of right now, I, I don't I don't see I, I think he'll probably get a third start. I don't know. I'll, 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 we got Melvin on this week. Um, we got David Force, so we'll have some questions for him this week. But as of right now, he's still in the rotation. No one said he's not. Uh, get on him about that, Townie. Give Dalton Jeffries a shot. Get you got to get Cole over out of that rotation. He's just not a he's he's not up to it. Get on those guys for me, brother. All right. We'll do it this week. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I mean, like the the, the news on Chad Pender. It's like he's not going to be ready to go, but he's not going to need surgery, but obviously it's worse than we thought. I mean, injuries suck. It is what it is. But you're dealing with human beings, and, yeah, hopefully Moreland will be back. Hopefully Chad Pender gets back, adds to the depth. But guys are going to get hurt, and it's always going to be a next man up mentality. You're getting your opportunity, so make the most of it. Here's Bob Melvin with the media after tonight's win down in Arizona. We can get started with Martin Gallegos. Hey, Bob. Um, is what, Any update on uh, Matt Olson? I know he had to leave the game earlier. Left thumb contusion. Oh, I gotta center myself here. Left thumb contusion. 
and uh, day to day, no x-rays, nothing, nothing broken. And um, uh, I want to ask you about Loriano. just how has he just been impacting the games here, especially with the base running? I mean, that stolen base he had early on kind of led to the big inning and then obviously steals another base, but just the impact that he brings on multiple facets to the game. Yeah, that's what you're exactly right. That's what he does. He brings defense. He brings power. He brings speed. He brings, you know, electric play. I mean, he's just an exciting player on top of it. And he's fearless. I mean, he'll take off and do some things that most guys won't. So he just keeps getting better and better. And uh, I, can, I think he'll continue to get better and better. Anna Rubin. What did you think of uh, Chris Bass's performance today? Obviously, maybe didn't have his best control, but uh, gritted through it. Yeah, battled, you know, especially after taking a check swing and his left shoulder bothering him for a second. And I don't even know if I didn't know at the time whether or not he was coming out of the game right then and there. Um, was a little bit sore, went up the next time, obviously was just going to bunt, stand there or whatever. And uh so had to pitch through some adversity with his command. Had, had, it's tough not to think about your shoulder bothering you a little bit and, you know, gut it out through five innings and got a win. So give him a lot of credit for, for you know, performing on a night that he probably didn't have his best stuff. Manolo Hernandez, Dwayne. Hey, Bob, you show a lot of confidence in the basket there. After all that happened, you know, the, yeah, you know the, the, that swing that it seemed to hurt him a little bit. And then all the walks, the walks seem to be his worst enemy, but you give him a lot of confidence there. And uh, in that moment, what uh, was the, into that decision of leaving into, into the game? Well, you know what? He, he earned it. He earned this spot now. So, you know, if he doesn't have great stuff one time, he, he earns the, to try to get it, you know, the, the trying to get out of it. And, and he does. So, you know, he's, he's much calmer thinker now. He has better understanding what he can do, and he competes really hard. He's always competed really hard. So he's earned the spot to where if he walks a few guys and, you know, there's some traffic out there that we have confidence in him that he's going to get through it. Yes, and Dickman had not uh, had a bat in his hand to uh -huh. hit. Maybe he had it for another reason. Since 2010, when he was in the minors, what's I'm going aware. through your mind when he goes up to the plate with that bat there? Don't swing. You know, that, uh, especially after the Bassett situation, you know, we get a second run, so he's going to go back out there again. Um, yeah, just don't get hurt. That's what was going through my mind more than anything else. He's a heck of a golfer. So I told him I was going to bring his five iron out there for him. I supposedly hit a 240-yard five iron yesterday, um, but maybe not as proficient with the bat. We'll go back to Shana. Uh, Matt Chapman said a few days ago that maybe he had a, was taking some bad habits from last year into his at bats at the at the uh, now or recently. Do you feel that he's getting a little more comfortable with the plate recently? Yeah, you know sometimes bloop hits stand on a ball, staying the other way, staying up the middle. You know might not square him up sometimes, but you end up keeping the bat in the zone for a long time. And in some you know at this point he's striking out some so. You, you got to have some courage to be able to do that. And he gets a couple of hits the other way, you know, a line drive one, a blue pit another and hits a home run. So yeah, I think he's, uh, he's pretty understanding where he is right now. John Shea. What was Bassett feeling when he was holding his side? Was it, was it hip? Was it? No, it was shoulder. Weight? It was like it sublexed for a second or, you know, almost oh. like it popped out for a second okay. and came back in. So it was a little bit sore. 
Uh, it got better as the game went along, but he certainly wasn't going to take any more swings. Well, he did take a swing. No, to finish that, it, that was a that was like a push. <laughs> a no, not in the second at bat. The first at bat. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can't explain that. Okay. Yeah. Um. And and um, just just you're attacking Bob Gardner as you did. What what do you say about uh, how you know how you, how the offense did early? Yeah, we had a good approach. We probably left a couple out there too. You know, we had some situational at bats where we didn't come through, so we had a chance to score a few more runs. You know, maybe a couple balls snuck by. You know, it's short and third, but um, just a good approach. Try to push him out over the plate a little bit, not let it let him bully you inside. Jack Magruder. Jack. Hi, Jack. My bad, Bowmel. I hope you're doing well. How are you? Hey, I'm fine. Hey, I'm sorry if you address us already. Is Matt, uh, did Matt Olson feel a little pain there? Is that why you removed it? He got hit. He left thumb contusion. It swelled up a little bit. We took x-rays and, and nothing broken. So he'll be, you know, day to day. We have a game tomorrow. Probably won't play tomorrow. And then we have an off day. We'll see where we are after that. Yeah, the number one thing out of that is Matt Olson's going to be okay. You know, no broken bones, going to be a little sore. That That's the number one thing I take out of that. Number two is these guys have to learn to pitch through adversity. And they know that. Everybody knows that. You know, everybody wants this quick hook. Everybody, oh, my God, he's in trouble. He's not pitching. He's, not, it, it, he's walked some guys. Go get him. That's why these bullpens get destroyed. At some point, the starter's got to man up and at least get you five or six on a bad night. And they can't always, if there's some stuff going on, think that, oh, my God, it's a fire drill down the bullpen because they've walked a couple guys. You have to pitch through adversity. It makes you a better pitcher. And too many – and Bassett's not young – and that's why he got through it. But too many of these young guys, they're not allowed to pitch through it. Because when you have adversity, your pitch count goes up, and they want to they wanna pull you. You know, back in the day, they would be like, we're not coming to get you, so you better work out of it. And you learn to work out of it. But if you never let guys work out of it, how are they going to learn to do it? And you heard one of the questions there, like, oh, Bassett, uh, you know, were you thinking about getting him out? No. He got, he's got to keep on going. It's his game. And he didn't pitch great. At least he got you through five. But it's not like you're sitting there with Chris Bassett and you're saying, my God, he's thrown 115 pitches. Oh, my God. That's not what was going on. Bassett threw 93 pitches. He didn't throw 100. So let's not act like, oh, my God, you got, you got, you got to go get him. You got Guy's got five innings, and he's given up two runs. We're talking about going to get him early? Really? He didn't even have 100 pitches. The fact that we're taking pitchers out now will have, like, 88 pitches or 82 pitches or 77 pitches. And you're taking him out in the fourth inning? 
That's one thing I've talked to Chris about to where he's like, you know, they tell you that they want you to build up and they want you to go deep into games. But then once you get in the games, they don't allow you to do it. So they say one thing and then they act another way. And that's what's happening in baseball. We want to tell our starters, this is your game. Go out there and battle. Go through this lineup three, four times. But then all of a sudden, panic mode goes on in the dugout, and they're pulling guys with 82 pitches in the fourth inning, and they've given up a run or two. When are we going to flip back more old school because you're burning through these bullpens, absolutely burning through them? Let's hear from Chris Bassett with the media after his win. All right, Chris, we can get started with Manolo. Hey, Chris, how are you? Good, you? Yes, can you take us uh, and that uh, painful as bad to the, what happened to you there? You know, as, as soon as, you know, you made that swing, you grimaced there. What happened in that situation? Yeah, I just uh, I tweaked my shoulder. Um, check swings when you're never hitting is not a good idea. I found that out very quickly. Yes, and uh, well, you. Uh, it seems like uh, the uh, walks were your worst enemy, but you battled through some innings there, and you get to the fifth, then you get the vote of confidence, and you respond. How do you feel about that, you know, getting a W out of that situation after all that happened, you know, the swing, then the four walks? Yeah. Uh, my mechanics have been just crap all year, and we've been working through them um, all year. I feel as crazy as it is i feel like this outing was the closest i felt to being basically back to normal um i know that sounds stupid with five walks but um yeah i i, I just my release point is not quite there yet but uh just kind of try to battle and just here's here's the best effort i got for today and that's basically it martin gallegos Hey, Chris, um, what's it been like just seeing Loriano kind of generate runs here on, on his own? It seems like that uh, when he stole a third and then was able to score, and he's done that a couple of times, it seems like just the impact that he brings to the game on multiple facets, what's that been like to watch? Yeah, I mean, he's a high-energy guy, and if you give him an uh, inch of room, he's going to take it. So, uh, obviously, he's hitting well. He's playing defense great, running the bases great. So, I mean – I mean, he's probably our best player right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess for him, it's it's more so it's kind of expected because that's just the, the type of personality he is and the type of player he is. But, I mean, it's it's definitely fun to watch. I play that. Shana Rubin. Uh, you said your mechanics aren't exactly where you want them. What, what's what been the key to helping you get through uh, your start so far? Get through them? <laughs> I mean, just Murph, Murph kind of just trying to lead me through every inning. I mean, I feel like I like today I went in spurts of really good, and then I went in spurts of really bad. And um, like I said, I feel very optimistic that this was the closest I've been to being back. The Dodgers start was miserable to look at analytically, I'll tell you that. But, um, yeah, I just – Trusting, trusting myself, what I'm feeling, and then me and Emo kind of just grinding every other day until I start again. But I mean, 
I don't really care that I walked a lot of guys tonight. I know that's not a recipe for success in the long term, but um, yeah, I, I feel really confident that I'm very close to being back. John Shea. Curious what your mindset was when you stepped out of the box. You were holding your hip, but obviously, I mean, the speculation was, well, maybe it's your side, but it was your shoulder. Did, did you feel that it was so minor that you were going to finish that at bat and pitch, you know, five innings plus at the time? Well, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I really don't know what happened, um, like, inside my shoulder kind of thing. I think it just aggravated something, and then the feeling kind of went away. It just felt like a stinger almost, and it kind of went away. But, um, yeah, it, it didn't affect me pitching-wise, so it was more so just – don't swing the bat basically anymore. <laughs> What's your take on pitchers hitting with, without happened. getting? Sorry. It, just, it shouldn't happen. Oh, it shouldn't happen, period. No. Next year, you might get your wish then, or is that your hope? I that mean, universal DH, I mean. We can't talk about having a, the product in the field being really good and still have pitchers hitting. I mean, no one wants to see a pitcher hit. It's that simple. Jack Magruder. Chris, I wonder if it's any uh, special motivation at all to go to against a guy like Bumgarner. I know it's been a couple of years since he's been in the Bay Area, but if that brings out anything in you. No, I don't like going against Bumgarner because he has a home run off me, and I think he's struck <laughs> me out almost every time. So, um, yeah, I don't like facing Bumgarner, I'll tell you that. Especially in an NL part. Thank you. What? 2021, we're having pitchers hit. Does anybody think that was entertaining tonight? I mean, it's bad enough it, the game's three hours and 30 minutes. That every single A's game this season is over three hours except one. And now you got guys who are essentially subluxes his shoulder, thought it was his back or like an oblique, but it was his shoulder. I mean, these guys, they don't hit. What's the point? Oh, that's baseball. No, it's not. Nobody other than the National League uses the DH. High school, college, minor leagues, American League, everybody has the DH. Do you think I, if I'm paying money to go to a game, you think I want to see Jake Diekman get his first career at bat? No, I don't. I don't want to be, I mean, what other sport? Okay, I don't want to get, I, want, I don't want to get riled up at 1128 at night, but what other sport do you see where essentially a guy goes up and just gives himself up because he doesn't want to get hurt? Do you see that in the NFL? Do you see that in the NBA? Do you see that in hockey? Name me the sport where you put guys up and they just go, I'm not trying. You think that's good for the game? It's not. It really isn't good for the game. And the fact that we're still talking about this, Chris was dead on. They shouldn't be hitting. God, it's like so archaic. 
We need to keep evolving the sport for what's better for the sport. I don't care if you're a National League fan. It's tired. On AceCast Live, we've gone over it. You know, it's so funny. I'll do it one more time. How people are like, well, Madison Bumgarner, he could be. Okay, you want to go over Madison Bumgarner's career as a hitter? Yeah, he's popped a few out. But the numbers don't lie. He's a career 177 hitter. 170. He doesn't even hit his weight. People act like he's this unbelievable hitter. He doesn't even hit his weight. Let let me give you these career numbers. He's a 177 career hitter with a 532 OPS. His OPS plus, remember, average 100. You're like you're like a minor league call up at 100 OPS plus. He's at a 46. These are the numbers of a guy who would never even make it in Major League Baseball. But you'll have people try and argue that he's a legit hitter. He's not. Ugh, enough. Watching Jake Diekman hit, watching Chris Bassett hurt his shoulder, watching Max Scherzer take a bunt off his nose and break his nose and have two black eyes, enough is enough. And they need to change this. All righty. The A's have won four of five. They have scored 22 runs in their last three games. They win tonight nine to five. Bassett gets his first win of the season. He's one and two. Madison Bumgarner with the L. He's 0 and two. And we're back at it tomorrow. Zach Gallen will make his first start of the year up against Jesus Lazardo. Cannot wait. We will have A's total access for you at 1140. First pitch will be at 1240. Have a great night, everybody. Sleep fast, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Drivers, start your engines. Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Civic Sedan or redesigned Accord. See dealer for financing details. Welcome to Delicious Planet, presented by Hint, water with a touch of true fruit flavor. We're in Madagascar. This troop of lemurs have discovered a culinary jackpot, a fruited mango tree. One hardly needs to speak their language to appreciate their delight. Oh, Lenny, this one is perfect. Not as perfect as this one. That is not a mango, Lenny. No, but this mango hint water tastes just like mango. And with no calories or sweetness. Hint water? Get out of here. They got pineapple water that tastes just like pineapple, too. How can water taste just like fruit? How can our feet look just like our hands? Whoa, 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 what? Look, feet, hands, feet, hands, feet, hands. 
pants. Whoa, you are freaking me out here, Lenny. Find Hint Water at stores nationwide or have it shipped right to your door. New customers can get 40% off and free shipping at hintwater.com. Fake pants. Guys, guys, we need to clear a path here. Indeed knows unexpected employee turnover can stall your business. John. Like at Chris's logistics company, to avoid things grinding to a halt, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Nya, nya, nya. Ba, mba, babue, Zimbabwe. <clears throat> the broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South. Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch history. to progressive today. Santa ski slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Bradley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Floriano going back at the track, right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.